Hello there, everybody. Welcome to Movies Are Real for the month of May and June. Oh, you get double the podcast, same price, great value. That's what we're all about here on Movies Are Real. Uh, I'm here with Carrie Lyles. Hello. Uh, Ryan Lance. This is Ryan from the future. Don't record two months at the same time. It's a terrible mistake. You'll regret it. Uh, that's crazy talk. This that's guy's, probably nothing. That's probably nothing. <laughs> Anyways, hello everyone. Uh, yeah, we're recording May and June. One, because we, we realized there wasn't a lot of movies we saw in May, or that came out. Uh, and two, we're a little bit late, so it'd be kind of uh, painful and weird to make you go through May, you know, whatever the hell. So we're just squishing it together, um, talking about the films of May and June. Um, yeah, I don't know. First off, uh, it's the summer starting. You know, I guess uh, the biggest summer... Would you, would it be weird to say that the biggest summer movie this year is Barbie? Pop. No, I don't think so. Okay, I can't no, think of anything like, else. There's nothing that's... Because, like, when you think about this... Because, like, summer starts in, like, May, and, like, Guardians was pretty big. It was. That was a good kickoff uh, movie. Spider-Verse was pretty big, but a lot of their big stuff, like, I hear... Indiana Jones is... Is not going to do mm. good. The Flash did do good. <laughs> they took it off. Elemental... I no one saw apparently flash is already getting pulled it got yeah, pulled after got week pulled, three yeah yeah and i think there was i don't know it just feels like a lot of stuff is just tanking right now mm-hmm. but i don't know my theory is like a lot of this tanking is the stuff that's like more kid because did little mermaid do well or did it i didn't hear bomb it might have underperformed okay. but because i just feel like with disney's like kid focused stuff i feel like little parents are probably like mermaid and this is coming someone who doesn't have a child but, like, That's going a... to see the movies by yourself is expensive. And, like, imagine taking, like, kids. Yeah. And they want snacks they and want juice. Snack. They won't shut up about juice. They won't stop. And then you got to bring, like, their friends. Exactly. And, like, you have to sit through Ruby Gilman, Teenage Kraken. <laughs> I'm going to say that and... movie doesn't look terrible. That's what I'm, George is going to say. I'd rather watch that than Elemental. That's probably fair. But I just feel like a lot of parents are probably like, listen, Johnny. Um, in one month they'll be on Disney Plus for free and we got plenty of um, Costco fruit snacks in the pantry so let's just wait it out Uh, worldwide is at 526 million which is probably solid it's probably not as much as they want because Little Mermaid is like Crown Jewel Disney, like yeah. it is like Lion King. Like they probably Lion wanted King made it at a the billion seven... dollars. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So they probably wanted it at the seven hundred at least. Yeah. So it did enough, I think. Which I think all signs are pointing people being like, well, they were just being haters. Uh, I don't like. I, I did I talk about this in the last podcast about how? Uh, yeah, who knows? Like I don't remember that podcast, George. <laughs> um, I watched The Little Mermaid. I was like, I like The Little Mermaid, and then I got like. 30 minutes in, I was like, this is boring. Okay, yeah, I was like, I'm bo- oh, yeah, I'm not, I'm not failing this. I'm not failing this. So that's that's why I didn't watch the new one. Uh, I will say, uh, Melissa McCarthy looks pretty cool in it. Mm-hmm. I saw I saw some clips of her in it, and I was like, it's pretty good. Anyways, we're not here to talk about children's movies. We're here to talk about movies about books and ladies who gather to talk about books. Hell yeah, baby. Carrie, <laughs> Book Club, the next chapter. Uh-huh. Uh, the sequel to a movie that probably made... A lot of money. money. (laughs) Did how far away did the first book club compared to Little Mermaid, the book club movie? Is it wait? Is the book club based on a book? I don't think so. Okay, so it's just a movie. Okay, it's based on a book in the way that they all talk about Fifty Shades the entire time. So it's based on the experience of reading Fifty Shades. One hundred one hundred four million against fourteen million. So that's pretty damn good. That's that's better return on investment than Little Mermaid. That's for damn sure. 
Anyways, Carrie, I assume this is one of those movies you saw with your mom? Mm-hmm. My mom wanted to see it for Mother's Day, and it was exactly what you think it would be, because in the first one, it's this book club, and they all get together, and they, they read Fifty Shades for the first time. It's the first time they read, like, a scandalous book, and then the movie chronicles how them reading this book and enjoying it affects each of their lives, and then now we pick up, and, uh... Their book club has continued, however, the coronavirus has happened. So now they, uh, we get a, a few solid, uh, I'm old and figuring out how to use Zoom jokes at the beginning when they're trying to navigate the, <laughs> navigate the coronavirus with their book club. And, uh, one of them makes a solid joke about how, uh, they were reading The Woman in the Window and, uh, she was like, if I wanted to hear about a lady who was going crazy stuck inside her house I'd just look in the mirror <laughs> it's like damn <laughs> but anyway the plot of this movie unfolds after the uh, COVID restrictions have been lifted and they can get together again and Jane Fonda is engaged to her boyfriend from the previous film who she started dating and they want to have one last hurrah and go to Italy on a girl's trip. Nice. That's how you make a sequel usually. If the Cheetah Girls taught me anything, for your sequel, you should always go, you know, on a trip with Absolutely. the girls. Yeah. Uh, also, yeah, we should... Cheetahs, friends for life. <laughs> we should probably talk about the cast for this movie because it's uh, pretty stacked on uh, veteran uh, actresses on here. Diane Keaton. Uh, I can't find the list. Jane Fonda, Candace Bergen, Mary Steenburgen. And then the, 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 the boys are Andy Garcia, Don Johnson, and Don Johnson. Don Johnson is with Jane Fonda. They're very uh, funny. Their dynamic is uh, Jane Fonda's the I don't want to get married to anyone type, and he's from her past, and then they run into each other again. And... Don Johnson, fresh out of divorcing uh, Jamie Lee Curtis in this <laughs> right, one. Right, exactly. <laughs> um, did you have fun, Carrie? alright. Uh, my mom said the first one was better, better okay. so if you're a diehard book club fan, maybe skip this one. And also, I was not familiar with the book they kept referencing in this one, which was... Hold on. Fifty Shades Darker? No more Fifty Shades. It was oh, man. The Alchemist by Paolo Coelho. Coelho. The Alchemist. That That's sounds like something I've seen the cover of. Yeah, it's, it's this cover right here. Apparently it's a very famous book. I had never oh, heard okay. of it, but uh, Is it like, like, oh. I have no idea. Oh. <laughs> but they kept referencing it while they were on their trip and being like, just like in The Alchemist, we have to believe in fate. Just How like old the are these ladies? The Why do you make them sound The book explores <laughs> universal themes such as following one's dreams, personal fulfillment, and the journey of self-discovery. That sounds like, yeah. That's exactly what happens in the book club <laughs> to the next chapter. <laughs> All right, well, anything else to say? It's very standard, very, very much. <clears throat> the ladies are having a good time, and that's what I care about. What is the box office for this one? Let's see. Oh, I don't know. Box office, probably. Uh, let's see. Uh, well, that, that's not very high if that's the case. Let me see. That is a significant drop-off, if this is accurate, according to Wikipedia. Uh, the budget of $20 million grossed $27.9 million. That's mm. not great. Uh-oh. The film received mixed reviews from critics and is grossed... Okay. Interesting. Why people didn't show up for it? Interesting. Damn. I wonder why. Well, that's... Well, sorry, ladies. Anyways. <laughs> 
The Boogeyman! Oh no! Ah, he's gonna get you. He got you, and he got movie fans all over the world. Um, Did he? Yeah. Folks, I'm gonna ask you to ask uh, ask the ask you to, to tell the audience what you think of the Boogeyman and what you remember from the Boogeyman. So first off, this not was... to be confused with Boogeyman from 2006. No, 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 no. This the. is this this is Stephen King's Boogeyman, directed by right. Rob Savage, who directed Host. Oh yeah. Um, the and crap ass dash. The crap ass dash cam, yeah. <laughs> um, and it's a very basic kind of like boogeyman like story where like you know little girls afraid of the monster in the closet but like it's real and it's like oh and they find the notebook full of weird drawings it's a very like generic like kind of <laughs> yeah. like kind of horror movie which i don't know carrie what do you remember about this movie um i remember that the dad is a therapist he is and, a therapist uh, yes there is one gentleman who comes in it's polka dot man from yes yes the Suicide yes squad and uh, he seems to be upset. And oh uh, yes, because his his daughter was taken from the boogeyman, and people like blamed him on it. Yeah. And he had seen it. He had like all the drawings of it, and he left it. And then the kids saw it and like, oh no, the curse is passed on to us. Right. Yes. And now we're being chased by this yeah. scary, scary man. Yeah. And he's like, it, it's just your imagination. And then, <laughs> and then it's like, oh no. And then the that right? The, yes. The main girls. Uh, their mom died in a car mm-hmm. crash, so they're all really upset. Mm-hmm. And also, they're the bullies. I forgot. I'm remembering right now. The, how the oh bullies yeah, the bullies. Were insane. They're like, "What's up, loser? How's your dead mom?" <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> they were just insane. They were Stephen King level bullies. Uh, yes, absolutely. yes. I think my favorite part about the bullies is like they're in the house with like the boogeyman at one point, right? And the boogeyman tortures like. The characters, but like leaves the the preppy like yeah. asshole girls alone, which like is peak like oh they're gonna get what's coming to it, but then like we're out of here, and then like they're they're out of there, yeah. <laughs> they're just not in the movie well, anymore. If you remember Ryan, we we find out that the boogeyman feeds on trauma, so mm. that's why he hangs out with his family with the dead mom. The preppy girl has no trauma. Michael that's why Myers. She's such we an don't asshole. know that, Carrie. I I've been on Truth Social a lot lately, and 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 it, it seems like rich people go through an awful lot. Oh, I see. Yeah, well, that's what they tell me at least. I wouldn't know. That case, just not at the same level of okay. tasty trauma. My other favorite thing about this movie that I was remembering about it was this movie had a lot of moments where like they thought the coast was clear and like a character was like, alright guys, <laughs> I think we're fine. Then you hear and like and something would leap out. That happened like 80 times in this it's movie. True. It's so funny. So every time like someone would do it, it's like, oh, there's gonna be monster still there, I bet. <laughs> do we see the actual boogeyman in this movie? It's it's one of those things where at the very end, they, they get the light on and you kind of see him and it's like, oh, that looks fine. <laughs> in my head... Like, some... it makes sense why you only see a little bit of him because in... you didn't have the budget for that. <laughs> in my head, for some reason, I'm picturing that monster from that Hulu movie... With the, the... Grim Cuddy. Yeah, the Grim Cuddy. <laughs> I don't know why I'm picturing the Grim, the Grim Cuddy. Classic Grim, Grim Cuddy. No, Grim Cuddy definitely had more like distinguished features okay. than the Boogeyman. He just seemed like a skinny little man. We should have watched Grim Cuddy. Yeah, we should have watched. <laughs> Why are we watching the Grim Cuddy right now? <laughs> but yeah, this movie's not very good. Okay, it's pretty like a generic kind of horror film yeah. that's just doesn't do anything particularly interesting. 
um, even based on like the the generic boogeyman thing. Like they even try to like paint it like uh, one of the main characters, the older one, goes to visit like this other mom whose parents died from it, and she's like, "Yeah, my kids used to call it the boogeyman." <laughs> I laughed at that back then too. Like they try to like, paint, like be like, oh, it's it, it's it's because it's what kids call, and it's like it. I get it, but you're not doing that very well on that, sweetheart. I'm sorry. All right, Carrie. Nothing yeah. else. Yeah. Eh. I was hoping it would be a lot goofier. It's a film. It didn't feel that goofy, but we did get free posters and keychains. Yes. Upon exiting the theater, I have so you can never forget. So in that case, the keychain is just film. an open door, which is very funny. Yeah, I like oh, the that's pretty and, good. Uh, and the poster is above um, my cat's litter box, oh, so nice. it's very good. Very I good set placement. those things on my table inside my apartment when I got home from the movie, and, and they're still there. <laughs> very good. Very good. <laughs> All right. Oh, that's the Boogeyman. Uh, uh, maybe one day we'll watch Boogeyman and see which how they compare. Mm-hmm. I remember watching Boogeyman back in the day and thinking it was awful when I was a kid. <laughs> uh, I remember seeing the the DVD of Boogeyman yeah, like with Blockbuster. The, with the hand on the door. And I'd be like, oh my god, they made the movie. Yeah, I know. So did I. <laughs> I never read it because I, I was being very seven. Very bored. <laughs> there's a couple copies of that Boogeyman at Ben's games. Oh, there's always I, DVDs. I scroll, I scroll over it a few times. Mm. I'm always trolling around the two dollar section. You know me. <laughs> <laughs> well, a uh, movie that didn't cost two dollars to make: uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three, uh, James Gunn's last Marvel film, uh, and probably not Chris Pratt's final Marvel movie. From what I got, judging by that. what it but, said, it seems like he's the only one staying. Yeah, he might be the only one staying. Um. Anyways, Carrie, you're lo- you're like no longer watching Marvel movies. Yeah. I mean, I'll, I might watch... I think I'll watch this one once it's available. To watch on, easily? Yeah, on like Disney Plus or something. Okay. But I'm thinking I don't care. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that's fair. I mean, I, I don't care enough to go to a theater. Yeah. To fair it, enough. Basically. But the Boogeyman, you're there. Well, George, Boogeyman, please. we were there, oh, we were there for an early screen of Boogeyman. <laughs> that's how we got those yeah. posters. It's just the guys walking, the director coming out like, Eh? <laughs> <laughs> That was Rob Savage. <laughs> I forgot about that. That was very funny. Anyways, Guardians of Galaxy 3. Uh, I walked into this one uh, kind of like not knowing what to think because I was really looking forward to it, but Marvel fatigue is at an all-time high. I think mm-hmm. I think everyone now. It's just yeah. swipe. Like, Secret Invasion's happening. Nobody gives a shit about Secret no, Invasion. No shit. Yeah. No, it's one of the big It's Disney. basically like a Nick Fury show. So a Samuel oh. Jackson-led spy thriller about um, do you remember Captain Marvel, the Brie Larson one, where they had the aliens that could, like, shapeshift? Uh, yes. It's based on this idea that, like, oh, they're all around us and we don't even know, okay. and they're all shape. And There's also Spider-Man... They were also in Spider-Man yeah, No Way Home. No Way Home, yeah. Uh, no, Far From Far Home. From Home. Similar names, very different Yeah, movies. it's confusing. A yeah. uh, very bad idea of their part to do this. Yeah. Um, and it's just that whole, like, conspiracy. And I remember in, the, like, the comics one, they had, like, at towards the end, it's like, all these her- heroes that you loved have been scrolls the whole time. And it's like, what? Okay. <laughs> so they're going to do that for TV now. Yeah. And there's also very awful AI uh, generated. Yes. Uh, and it's got, it's um, what's her name? Great act- actress that Carrie likes. Oh, it's... Amelia Clark? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> the favorite... The favorite? Olivia Coleman. Oh, Olivia, Olivia Coleman. Coleman. Oh. Olivia Coleman. Don't ask me what villain. she's doing there. Okay. But... I love Olivia 
I, I, I watched two episodes of Secret Invasion. I have no idea what she's doing there besides giving weird monologues about government. <laughs> Anyways, a movie that is actually good, Guardians of the Galaxy 3. Turns out it's great. It's fantastic. I liked it a lot. It's my favorite of the Guardians movies. Um, I liked it a whole bunch. I saw it twice. I would watch it a third time. Um, that James Gunn knows how to make a Marvel movie is he my does. biggest thing. And he, he knows, knows how, how to make, make a, a good comic book movie. He knows how to make a good comic book movie, but at the same time, he's like, okay, so like, we all know how to make one of these, right? Yeah. Okay, I'm going to not do that. I'm going to do things a little bit different. What, what I like about what he does is, and this is especially for most Marvel things, is each movie is just like... This entire spanning like arc just condensed into you know yeah. two hours, which seems like a lot of time, but it, it's just a lot. But like all of his stuff is just like, oh, this is just a fun thing I thought I'd do with these characters, and that's like the same with like the Suicide Squad. It's like, oh, they're just on a mission. And yeah, Star Man's there. It's not like this is a secret invasion. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I just like appreciate that approach more than trying to. It's it's writing for the characters more than for to get. 100 percent just more which is like, weird this thing <laughs> maybe that's how you make it's a movie insane. i don't fucking know but it's crazy how they're like oh this guy should probably be in charge of dc but now. like the, the biggest thing is like he always swear he's taking a lot of right turns mm-hmm. where most people would take a left when like mm-hmm. you're assigned to make a marvel movie okay i know how to do this blah 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 like we gotta go to this secret base with the MacGuffin so we can find out where this character is and the place they go is like this 70s fucking Cronenbergian oh, like yeah. space fucking goopy thing. Yeah, everything's made it's, of flesh. It's, everything's yeah. made of flesh, but like in a really cool, clean yeah. 70s way. And I was like, great, you're in sci-fi. <laughs> Do fucking weird shit, bro. Great. Insane. Instead of it... just like purple, green, blue, like spaceship thing. Yeah, and... it's like, oh, this is like Earth, but the flowers are weird. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, That's how most of those movies are. <laughs> Uh, so it looks out that was actually a thing from Secret Invasion uh, a lady is like here's a fruit from our home planet and it's like a weird pear and it's like oh my god and then he eats it like kind of off screen it so tastes like, like an apple <laughs> so fucked up oh my god um and but also also at the heart of this um this is a movie by Rocket mm-hmm. and it's great it's mm-hmm. so good it's it is a lot, and I think a lot of people said, like, hey, this probably movie probably needed a content warning, because oh, yeah. it is a lot of animals yeah. getting fucked up yeah. real bad. Not, like, in, like, a... You don't, like... I don't know. You don't, like, visually see it, but, like, the implications are, like, oh, this is just And horrible. they made these characters... These, an- these animated little guys look really real. Adorable. Yeah, and real. adorable. In real, yeah. Yeah. So... Yeah. Um, it's rough. It's rough. But I think, like, the, the heartfelt story about Rocket... It 100% works. It's a really nice. Um, it's clear that they smushed two ideas for movies into one with the Adam Warlock stuff. Uh, Will oh, Poulter. yeah. Uh, that, that was my main thing is like he just felt like an Adam Warlock's here. And maybe like, that was like a thing because like maybe Marvel really wanted like we really want Adam Warlock. He's like, okay, he's just going to fly in in this seat of disruption. I figured things. it would be a James Gunn thing because he, they mm-hmm. had set him up in the second one. They did, yeah. But then that whole stuff happened with the, with the you know, Marvel being like, ah, yeah. oh, you're fired. And they're like, okay. And they're like, I'm coming back. This is it. Okay, so let's just <laughs> squish yeah. both movies together. That's fair. Which I think if it was like I'm either gonna make an Adam Warlock movie or a Rocket movie. I think he made the cho- right choice of being like it's eighty percent Rocket. Yes. And Adam Warlock's kind of hanging out. Um, uh, but yeah, I think this movie is fun and uh, good and heartwarming, 
and it's a good time with it, it's with a good uh it, it it really feels like you know the end of like these characters yeah. um which is nice because it just makes it feel more like you know because obviously this stuff is connected to the larger mcu stuff but it feels so disconnected in its own place that like you're like oh this i actually have like an attachment to like th- these specific characters and they're kind of adventures like that's the whole like vibe it's going for and i feel like it it works here more than it would like in ant-man quantum yeah. ant that's i think that's the that's the direct comparison to this like we have another cosmic movie yes. and this like compare the two they are like one person like went to a completely different school than the other mm-hmm. to how to make this dish or whatever the mm-hmm. hell um yeah. Also, Chris Pratt, he turned down his Chris Prattness, he I did. thought. He did. He's very yes. mellow. He's very mellow. It's mostly because yeah. he's, like, sad. He's mostly because he's sad, yeah. <laughs> but I think I think they did a good... I think they did a lot of good stuff with this character. And he's pretty much... Without, like, spoiling too much for Carrie, he's pretty much the only one where they imply, like, is going to continue in the Marvel Universe. Mm-hmm. Um, and part of that is because, like, at the, end of, at, the, at the very end of it, it's like, the legendary Star-Lord will return. Yeah. And it's like... Just him out of like the weird. ten. <laughs> um, last nice thing I'll say about this movie, and not that I'm gonna shit it afterwards, but um, the thing that works for me, and the thing I fucking hated about two, was that it was a it was a it was a Chris Pratt um, uh, Star Lord movie, mm-hmm. and uh, once again we didn't have like the characters hanging out as a unit, mm-hmm. like as a as a family. Yeah, they're very disconnected. Yeah, yeah, and this one it's not about him anymore. It's like. It's more about, like, them. Like, we already know... Like, our relationship's already settled. Like, we know each other. It's... Mm-hmm. We don't have to go through, like, this moment where we're gonna break up and, like, oh, fuck you. Yeah, go to hell. It's useless. It's useless. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. I like that a whole lot because I like... Uh, I like these characters. And when these characters act like friends and a family, mm-hmm. it works for me 100%. And that was also why the video game, I liked it a lot because it's, like... It's, like, friends doing... Like it's like very anime, like believe in yes. the power of friendship yes. shit, uh, and that's fun. And it's hard to do that with like a big cast of just like yeah. weird weirdos, including Dreamen and uh, talking <laughs> raccoon and a talking dog with a Russian accent. It's it's very fun. Mm-hmm. Anyways, that's Guardians. Um, speaking of space age technology, Whoa. what if a phone had a keyboard on I it? I can't imagine that. That's crazy. Blackberry. Blackberry. Uh, uh, they made a Blackberry movie, and by they I mean it's actually a very small production. It's a very small production. It's by the crazy. people behind the We Shop Channel, uh, music bit. Uh, what the fuck is their name? Nirvana, the band, the show. You're not familiar with this I'm at all. I've heard all. of that. We Shop Wednesdays, or some some guys singing a song. Uh, anyways, um, Carrie, did you see this? No. It was just me and Ryan. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So this is basically the the inception and the eventual fall of the company Blackberry, who. You know, if you don't know, they were pretty much the the leaders of like the the early smartphone era until Apple came in and just completely <laughs> wrecked, wrecked their company shit. Yeah, pretty much overnight. Overnight, yeah. Um, which is insane. Um, which is like one fun thing about this movie is like, you know, like the main character is like this like kind of like socially reserved, awkward guy who's like the main tech genius and like his group of like wacky guys, and they get there, and they. And they get in business with this kind of like 
old school angry screaming old school CEO wolf type. of wall street yeah, like yeah, yeah kind of yeah. guy uh dennis from always sunny in philadelphia mm-hmm. who just goes full screaming incredible it's amazing incredible you've never seen a man destroy a phone booth and be like yes <laughs> i do like that guy he's i haven't very... seen a ton of always sunny but he I, always makes me laugh. i like that show he's very good at that show and then it's like those two you know working together you know, the, the rise of the industry and then the inevitable f- deep, deep fall um, of it. Very classic kind of... It's very much, yeah. A very classic one of those types of, you know, based on real life kind of things. And I think one thing, like, kn- knowing the foresight of, like, what happened to this company, you know, you start to feel bad for, like, you know, the anxious little guys like just like try to do their best work it's like oh i feel so horrible about what's about to happen to you you guys just want to play and the thing that happens is capitalism right it's like just it, capitalism. it's just capitalism yeah. it's just exponential yeah. growth it has to be bigger it has to be better it has to be blah 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 blah, yeah. blah, 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 blah. and yeah and yeah and they just and they sold out and then it just didn't work out for them in the end and mm-hmm. that sucks and but... also the guy the, the the guy from always sunny was he was he was, he didn't want them to be bought out, so he was making, he was wheeling and dealing um, to make some illegal, like, stock right. deals to, like, get some, like, really high-end people, which is very <laughs> funny, because, like, he goes to Nintendo and Naughty Dog yes. and all these, like, video game places, and it's like, how much do you want? And he's like, what? How much do you want? Right. Right. Yes. And then they do these illegal deals, and then <laughs> what's funny is, you know, because it's all encrypted on Blackberry's, like, feed, like, he apparently just got away with it. <laughs> Which is very funny, but yeah, very very fun. Very, uh, I, I like this a lot. It's, it's very good. It's, it's a very uh, it's out a of very these movie, movie. It's yes. It's a very movie movie, but like it's very very good. Yeah, and they do it very carefully, and they really again like these guys like make these guys are mainly comedy people, as I understand, mm-hmm. and so it it very much feels like we're doing our first serious movie. We're gonna do it. Uh, you know, we're gonna pay attention to detail. Uh, we're gonna do it right, and it's great, and it helps that. Again, what's that name of that actor again from Always Sunny? Um, Glenn Howerton. He is just like, you would think this guy has been doing this like character bit for like fucking ever. Yeah. Like, he's just like, where has this guy been? Like he is, in, he's like, he's been in Philadelphia. He's like J.K. Simmons whiplash fucking. Oh yeah, yeah he's, he's insane. On, I'm from Waterloo, where the vampires hang out. <laughs> Um, I, I forgot that, that is the line. That is a great quote. <laughs> it's incredible. Um, but yeah. I would highly recommend it. It's wild that he doesn't do cocaine. It's oh, insane yeah. that he doesn't do cocaine. <laughs> he doesn't need He doesn't need He's just always there. Oh, man. It's Very also pretty good. short. It's like an hour and a half. Oh, yeah. And it's like, whoa, this is a breeze. I love it's this. also a nerdy... Uh, I mean, like it, the Blackberry, I guess, it was a... It just feels so old now that it just feels so niche. Like, yeah. it's a... Like, yeah. And also, like, it just felt like... Maybe it feels nerdy because I remember the moment it all went down. Because yeah. everybody knows, like, it ends with the... there's a, They put out the Blackberry Storm, which yes. was the phone that, like, fucked them. Ruined the company. And then yeah. when they said it, it was like, oh, okay, so here's where we go down. Which yeah. was like, they shoe, they shoehorned a phone. The weirdest thing was, like, the... The guy, the Blackberry guy, the genius guy, yeah. is very xenophobic towards China. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, and he's all like, those motherfuckers don't know how to make a, a piece of technology, they suck, whatever the hell. Yeah. And so the bit with the storm, and who knows if this is true, was that they always manufactured all their stuff in Canada, because they're yeah. Canadian companies, and they made it locally, and then in order because to... Because they wanted to get out fast and cheap, they had to outsource yeah. stuff to China. And so then the phone doesn't work, but it, was, it wasn't it was because it was, I don't think it was because it was from China, I think it's because 
they put it out fucking fast as shit, yeah. and it just the phone that sucked ass and didn't work. Anyways, Blackberry, pretty, pretty good. good. Check it pretty out. Movie. Check it out. Um, that's all we had for May, by the way. Um, hard to believe it, but that, that's all May. June. June. Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. Was this really the first movie of June? This was the first movie of June. June 5th. Jesus Christ. No, right? All right. Well, Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. I've seen this twice. I've seen this twice. I want to see it a third time. I'm going to wait too. for my 4K. Yeah, same here. Um, This is the sequel to 2018 Spider-Man Into, Into the, the Spider-Verse. Spider-verse. Yes. Um, uh, I would describe that movie as like a... I don't know. How do you... <laughs> it's just like a fucking giant boulder hitting a pond of water and it's just the ripples is going oh, oh, yes. um and so that movie was very like changed the industry where like this you can do a, this this is an asteroid colliding yeah, with that yeah, same yeah. boulder yeah <laughs> destroying everything again yeah um so yeah, this is part one of two movies mm-hmm. which was a origi- very much it was originally announced as a part one but then they erased it and then i forgot almost until halfway through the movie and i was like this is a part one, so I wonder how it's going to end. And I was like, oh, it ends like it's a part like, one. Oh, there's a lot of stuff happening. How are they going to resolve this in like 10 minutes? Oh, my God. That's crazy. I guess, Ryan, where do you start with this one? Well, Carrie, you didn't see this. Um, I've tried to make Carrie see it multiple times, but it just hasn't worked out yet. Sorry. Don't worry, it'll happen. We can watch the 4K. Also, it's good. Yeah. Um, I think, I think with um, Into the Spider-Verse, that was very much playing off like... You know, like, like, this idea of Spider-Man as a character, like, what he means, and, like, trying to, like, and just, like, really celebrating that idea of that person. Was this I, before Homecoming or after? This was a year after Homecoming. Okay, gotcha. Um, and just, like, the legacy of that character, like, what he means for, like, people in, in like, this world, and that kind of, you know, influences Miles, and then also doing some Spider-Verse stuff to just try to show... We asked, I asked because, like, it was at a point where we were all, like, we all know the Peter Parker story. Yes, we yes, all we know. all know it. So now yeah. we're showing something new and, like, animated style. And then I feel like this movie is very much, you know, taking, you know, those established characters and just, like, seeing where they go from here, specifically, like, Miles and Gwen. Um, just because, like, Gwen always felt like a supporting character, but, like, in this yeah. one, she's very much, like, like a co-lead with, with Miles, which I love. And I feel like all the biggest emotional beats that, like, really hit me um, involved uh, her world and, like, what she was going through. It was, like, the first 30 minutes of It was, movie? like, the first 20 minutes was just all her world. Yeah. And, like, one of, the, like, the... Here's my favorite part about it. That first action sequence where she's, like, in her world, which is all, like, kind of, like, watercolor Yeah. And, like, very beautiful. She's fighting this, like, vulture who's very, like, renaissance, like... Yeah. Old school Leonardo da de- Vinci, like anime I was say, style. I think I say Leonardo DiCaprio first. Leonardo yeah. DiCaprio style, <laughs> and like, and like I, he's the vultures dating I, a young lady. But like, I was I was listening to like another podcast talk about that talk about that fight scene. I was like, if this wasn't like a main Marvel MCU movie, it would be the greatest action scene of all time. Like that's how people would treat. But because it's animated, no one's gonna like talk about yeah, it yeah, as yeah. much because it's like so. Like, create just like the style, like the movement of like her and like the way like her art style and his like clash, but also mix at the same time. It's so good. And then it just goes buck wild with it the more the movie goes with showing like new styles. That's the biggest thing. It's playing with styles more than the other one. Yeah. Um, Which is um, just, just insane. It's, it's, it's like no wonder like there are a thousand animators like were on this and a lot of them were like, 
fuck this. <laughs> a, lot of were, a lot of them were like, fuck this, but I have read a lot of anime's like, I really love this, but also fuck this, so, I don't know. It's a, it's complicated. It it's, complicated. It's very video gamey, where yeah. it's like, this, it's not like a, normal movies, like, they're shot in real life, like, you have a hellish shoot, and like, the, like, there are weird shit that can happen in a hellish shoot, like, you shoot at it, I don't know, in a country, like, where it's impossible to get to in terms of like like it's in a remote location mm-hmm. and the weather's terrible and there's like fucking a wild mosquito infestation yeah. and people are getting you're away from your wife and kids yeah for four and then months. the catering was fucked and then you're shitting and throwing up and then like that can happen but with like animated and like video game stuff it's like it's a bunch of people working creatively staring in front of a computer and in rooms where like they're drawing shit and coming up with. A bunch of creative people who like have strong opinions on how to make something, mm-hmm. and at a certain point, stuff clashes, and yes. you can hundred percent see how this movie is just like, ah, yes. Where the first movie, and I think it's so amazing why it's so good is like they, did, I'm sure inter- internally they're like, we're making something really fucking good here, right? It, but you don't know yeah. until it's out, and once yeah. it's out, you're like, we gotta follow that up. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so that's probably where I was like. This has to be perfect. Ah, yeah. I don't know. I I get that, and that's why. Do, do you think? Because the next one's supposed to come out in March of next year. Do, rep- you, do you think it hits? That? A lot of the reports from that story, like a lot of people who they interviewed, they're like, "There's no fucking way." Yeah. They made it sound like I don't know. Like it's another. I don't trust the sources, but it's like they made it sound like that movie's way behind. And I was like, "There's if they, if it was that behind that people said it was like." I'm sure they would have said like a year out there already. Yeah. Like they wouldn't say 2024. They would have said 2020. Like people are saying like they want to. It is like they want to give it a solid, solid date for it. They're like feel. it's like half. It's like 25 percent done. Yeah. And I was like, there's not a chance in hell. But whatever, maybe it's not done at all. Um, but uh, yeah, I don't know where to go. Uh, I think I saw the second second time. I enjoyed it a lot more. Same. Um, I think. Uh, it doesn't. The it doesn't have a. I guess the arc is believing in yourself and finally, like I don't know, finding out who you are. But it's not as a emotionally as satisfying of an arc as the first one, where the first one was very much Spider Man. Anybody can wear the mask. Yeah. Ba ba da da. It was very much like superheroes. Woo! Yeah. You can be Spider Man. Ba ba da ba. If you got bit by a regular Spider Man, yeah. but you could be <laughs> Spider Man. There's a Mary Jane speech when Spider Man dies, where she's all like. We're all Spider-Man, whatever the fuck the hell, whatever yeah. that. And this one, like, the arc is a little uh, weird. It, it is, and, and and that is a part of, like, it being, like, such a insanely large thing to the point where it's not even a, you know, a finished thing. No. But, like, what I appreciate more the second time is, it even though the movie doesn't really end, you know, I feel like for those new two main characters, like, their emotional arcs did have, like, a finish to it gwen and 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 miles gwen and miles yeah yeah. yeah, because like gwen was finally like upfront honest with her had that final final conversation with her father and miles had like you know the courage like tell his mom everything even though things didn't end up working out the same um for him um and that like made me like really appreciate more it's like okay it's not done but at least like for these two you can say that they have like reached like a new point yeah. Um, at the end of this story. Yeah. Um, which which I really appreciate. And for a lot of like part two movies, like I just remember like Harry Potter when we watched that one because Harry Potter part one ended with like, and I have the big laser sword. Where? <laughs> and then it just ended. And it was like, oh okay, he has the big laser wand or whatever. That's and like, I hope this part two. 
I hope it's not just a big action sequence because part two of, of Deathly Hollows is just a fucking huge yeah. ass action scene. And I hope that's not the case. I mean, there's a lot of shit they got to resolve yeah. <laughs> at the end of at the end of part one. So we'll see where it goes. Yeah. Um. But yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm just I'm very curious as to how you have enough because like it has to also be like about as long as the yeah, as yeah, yeah. this one and this one was a massive. It was really long. Movie. Um, you don't really feel it, though, just because, like, it's so... I didn't feel it the second... The first time I felt it a little bit, the second time I didn't. It's just like, ooh, yay. <laughs> um, but yeah, this is... Mainly because I knew where it was going to end. It's a lot easier when you know where it's going to end. Oh, yeah. Where it's like, there's a lot of stuff that's unresolved, and how much are we going to resolve? Like, I wasn't sure, like, are we in the middle, or are we at the end of the movie? I love how, like, both times I saw it at the end, like, it was the exact same amount of people being like, what the hell? It's <laughs> like mad that the movie didn't end, which is very funny. Um, that like, well, first off, I loved how like this animated picture that clearly had a lot of work and it was still is still like going very strong, and that people are still having those reactions yeah, like yeah. very late. That's always very fun. So mm-hmm. I don't know. Uh, Jason Schwartzman, I think he's okay in this movie, that's what I'll say. And Danny Kaluuya is incredible in it. Now incredible. that I could hear him in the second time, because yes. the audio mix was fucked, apparently. I heard about that, yeah. yeah. Uh, the audio mix is very weird for him. But yeah, I, I really liked the spot. I thought, um, you know, uh, a character with those kind of, like, powers is, like, really best for animation, just because you can actually, like, do it. Mm. And I feel like that kind of weird arc he went on, I feel like it was pretty believable for, for that guy, and, you know funny and goofy and also scary towards the end which I yeah like. that shit looks that um, if they fuck around with that stuff more than this it's gonna okay. look incredible <laughs> actually this has to be that style yeah, 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 yeah. It, it will be like incredible mamma like, mia yeah i'm italian spider-man <laughs> uh speaking of jason schwartzman hey. asteroid city the Whoa. next film by wes anderson i saw this one <laughs> yay we all saw this one um, I guess uh, Jason Schwartzman and his uh, family uh, are going over to Tom Hanks' house, and they uh, their car fucks up, and then they're stuck in this little city, and then uh, and an alien comes to visit them. And uh, but also there's also it's also not real. No it's a play, <laughs> anyway. but it really looks like a real thing. Yeah. No, no, no. Okay. <laughs> Anyways, uh, Carrie, where do we start with this one? What'd you think? Also. Um, I really liked this movie a lot. I I think I like it more than French Dispatch, but I think, I yeah I need to rewatch French Dispatch. But it has the, weak points. The, yeah, that's the thing. Also, though, I haven't felt compelled to rewatch French Dispatch, whereas I well, I would rewatch this. I want to rewatch Asteroid City immediately. But uh, no, yeah, I really like this movie, and I love stuff that's about putting on productions. We know this, but mm. and I, and I like stuff when it's play within the the movie and i just thought it was really interesting i thought all the humor landed really well for me and it looks lovely as you would come to expect from a west anderson movie and i thought a lot of the emotional stuff hit a lot stronger than any of his stuff for me has in a while because like my favorite of his is life aquatic and that has moments in it that are just like insanely powerful and uh this one has some really good stuff in it too, mainly with uh, Tom Hanks and the granddaughters. I just really liked all of that stuff mm-hmm. and the scene with Margot Robbie, which was that was really my good. favorite part of the movie. But yeah, I think it's a really good movie. I recommend it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, um, I 
So I think I mentioned in the podcast when I saw the French Dispatch, and I've only seen the French Dispatch, this, and the Grand Budapest from Wes Anderson. And I guess Life, uh, the, what was it called? Not the Secret Life of Pets. Uh, Isle of Dogs. <laughs> um, which uh, Isle of Dogs and uh, Grand Budapest and French Dispatch were are all four by three, and that's the one where I finally got the style. I was like, oh, you can fill the screen with like so much stuff and like you can stage things so beautifully in that square and this one it's mostly wide we go to four by three and black and white when we're talking about the play uh, the playwright and all that stuff and it's like god damn this movie looks so goddamn good in the way again they he's again this guy whose whole bit is very meticulously composing scenes can really compose a scene very well yeah. um the colors are so warm and easy on the eyes, and it just looks great to look at. And um, I really like Jason Schwartzman in this movie, and with Scarlett Johansson and uh, the kids. Um, it's really Jason Schwartzman and Scarlett Johansson are the lead characters, I guess, kind of, along with the along with Jason Schwartzman's son. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Science. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and yeah, I think it's a weird. It's a weird movie about grief, I would say. Mm -hmm. It's really weird. <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, I, I like it. It doesn't drag. Uh, which, Graham Budapest really drags it for me at points. Like, it starts off really strong, and towards the middle, I'm like, eh. um, And then I go back up. Um, but yeah, I think this movie is super pleasant. I don't know if I would recommend it to... <sighs> because, again, like the, the, thing, the, the big thing of the movie is like... What is it? Wait, what? What's this about? Right. What, what, yeah. is, what is this about? It's like, eh, doesn't matter. Just, just, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which is a movie. I mean, it is a movie about grief, but at the same point, there's also an alien, and there's also this whole stuff, and it's like, what was this all about? <laughs> and especially the point that it's like, thinking that the movie that we're watching, Asteroid City, that's supposed to be a play of itself, and so that's the biggest thing. It's like, if I watch this, I'd be like, what? <laughs> Without the context of the part, we're right. like. The production of it. Um, so I guess like that is, for some people, that's probably going to be unsatisfying. It's like, it's a movie about nothing. <laughs> um, you know, Ryan, what do you think? Yeah, that's pretty much... I, I like the look of this. I like how his style contrasts with like the vastness of the desert. Um, I think that's a very good... That's a very good look. But I also felt like... So there's... So this, this is just a play... Really, nothing matters except for like this tiny little thing of the main character doesn't understand. He's having trouble like understanding like where he's going with the final act, basically. And that stuff I cared about the least when it kind of like cut to like you know him talking to like the playwright and being like, "It's like oh, let's kiss," and like I don't know that just didn't that just didn't hit with me. I was just like, this would be just as good in parts for. I, I felt um, if this was just, if you took out the play thing, like there's funny bits they do with that. And I think the resolution with that character is still good. Um, and I like the resolution that character had in his role, but I just felt like that was like one layer too much for me to be like, oh, I really like this. It's just like, okay, I really appreciate this. And this is a lot of, you know, work and very pretty and calming, but like, I don't know, man. You can dial it back a little bit. You don't need to always be like Relax. this. You don't need to always be like this. <laughs> you like the more of the French Dispatch, though. 
Yes, I did, not <laughs> yeah. like, I did not like the French Dispatch. I didn't care for any of the stories in the French Dispatch. Like, not a single one of them I cared about. But on this one, um, even though it was all play stuff, so it wasn't, like, really, you know, genuine and real, um, they were all, all the characters had, like, fun interactions and played off each other very well. Um, in believable ways. I love the soundtrack, so, too. A lot. It's very good. I like Dr. Hickenlooper a lot. <laughs> what about Dr. Hickenlooper? <laughs> um, I like the alien. He's great, of God, course. Um, incredible. <laughs> yeah, I think this is a this is a, a, a fine. Like I said, like I said with the French Dispatch, this is a movie I could watch at the start of my day and then just go on with my day. Like ah, that was a th- <laughs> great. I'm good. I can now go enjoy. Lovely, the- <laughs> lovely, fantastic. I'm gonna go. <laughs> For a run now? I don't know. Like it's, uh, It goes down smooth for me. Um, yeah. Uh, I like Asteroid City a lot. Uh, I think uh, I should watch more of this movie. This, uh, this uh, guy's yeah, I, movies. Um, this guy, Wes Anderson. He's, he's, got, he's, he's a weirdo, yeah. Like, I, I saw a clip on, on Twitter back when it worked of Grand Budapest, and I don't remember it at all. It was the one where, like, they're reading the will and... Uh, Jason Schwartzman comes up, and then he punches Ralph, Ralph Fiennes, and then William Defoe punches them, and then he stares at the camera like this, and I forgot all that stuff. Um, but yeah, anyways, Asteroid City, pretty good. Not disappointing, which, which we like. Um, oh, here's another weird thing, and you can feel free to like tell me that's a really guy weird opinion. Um, but I thought it was really interesting. Like, There's a scene where Scarlett Johansson is naked in this movie. But it's the most, like, the way it's shot, it's the most, like, Scarlett Johansson is a just a person. Like, I think when you see a, a celebrity in a movie, they're made up to be, like, a celebrity. Like, this person is, is like, immaculate or perfect yeah, like, or whatever. Wowza! Oh, sure. <laughs> where it's, like, Scarlett Johansson's character in this whole thing where she's, like, she's not doing great. Um, and when she, like, they're, they're uh, sort of rehearsing the scene... With Jason Schwartzman and she like she like takes off her towel and stuff like just like the way she just looked like this is just a person yeah. I don't know <laughs> like, this is just this is just a human being. <laughs> Anyways, that's just a note there. What a weird opinion. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell? Um, anyways, uh, speaking of just the normal person, Jennifer Lawrence. Am I right? She's so crazy. Hey, yeah. Am I the only one who saw No Hard Feelings? I do not. I do not. <laughs> I am not. All right, I'm folks. not. I'm not a fan of Jennifer Lawrence's like movies and her like. You don't know. like Silver I, Linings Playbook, I've the never, most Ryan movie I've, I've never, ever seen I've in my never, life. I've never seen. You that should movie. watch that movie. I don't think you would like that movie. Really? Yeah. No. Right. It's about football. Oh, that's true. That is oh, true. That is, that's the immediate like, no. <laughs> I don't dislike Jennifer Lawrence. I like Jennifer Lawrence a lot, but I don't like this kind of movie very much. Yeah. To be perfectly honest, not to be not to be a, not to be a normal movie yeah, hater. Not to, yeah. not to be too but, on. But brand. for like the first, uh, would this be the first normal movie of the summer? No, we got Book Club. That's a normal oh. movie. <laughs> okay, then how was how was your first normal movie of the summer? <laughs> I guess George? that's true. I think this is exactly what it advertises and it's good i don't know if this is what you were looking for. you looked at the box and you're like you picked it up at a blockbuster and i was like okay and you were like and you would end the red night and be like yeah that was pretty good um yeah i don't think jennifer lawrence ever also context this is an r-rated sort of raunchy comedy i don't think it's that raunchy honestly there's a amazing scene 
I can just spoil it, right? And it's probably gonna get talked about on Twitter where Jennifer Lawrence like fights up some fucking youths completely naked. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. She did her, she did her own stunts. And she did yeah. her own stunts. I mean, she, she was just punching and kicking. Um, <laughs> and it's really good. How was this scene in contrast with the naked Scarlett Johansson scene? How was in she terms presented? of like the realness of her, <laughs> she this seems like a real person. Nah, I think this one felt a little more like she's still Jennifer Lawrence. Mm. Yeah. Um, but uh, where was I? Oh yeah, so this is. Jennifer, it's a weird setup again. Where like, oh, Jennifer Lawrence is like a fuck up, and she's a mess of life. And then she's like, Mike, I need a car. And Matthew Broderick is all like, our kid is a fucking dork. He won't go outside. He won't talk to anybody. And he just plays video games and jerks off all the time. <laughs> Can you please uh, go out with him and maybe you know, before he goes out to college, and we'll give you a car, which is the most contrived movie. Fucking Judd Apatow's set up for a film ever, which is, yeah. This, and then uh, stuff happens. Turns out, oh, they like each other a lot. And then man, happily ever after. And by that, I mean they just hang out. And it's like, oh, that was weird, right? <laughs> oh, spoilers. Um, oh, my God. Yeah, I don't know. I think it's good. It's better than Mother, which hey, is my Letterbox hey, review. Hey, you know it's a low <laughs> bar. I understand. I would rather watch that than Mother. <laughs> um, but, yeah, there's nothing in it that made me, like, Ooh, I wouldn't have done that. I thought there was nothing that like made me cringe. Um, you call it the return of the raunchy comedy. That's how this has been presented to me. Yeah. I would like more normal movies. I will say yeah. because again, the normal movie is the, also the downfall of the Marvel movie, which I think we all need to hold hands oh, on. Yeah, the I more people that. can watch normal movies again, the less Marvel. Because mm. like, I think I don't know uh, because we have more no, like. Not huge ass bets. We're like, this movie made seventy million dollars, and now we're all a disaster. <laughs> no, like the bar is so high. Yeah. Uh, like you either here or eight two four. Yeah. Or and it's yeah. Um. So I would like more of these if they're well written and actually funny. I guess is what I'll say. Um. Is it Jennifer Lawrence? I think it's. I think it's weird that and the Jennifer Lawrence herself said it, it's like I think people were getting sick of me <laughs> yeah. and i think it is weird i mean i just got sick of her because of mother that's my thing so but yeah, people like that one movie valid. one movie made you so sick from, of a person so yeah forever. when people were like you know what I, i'm tired of jennifer Lawrence. Like, i know mother am i right that was terrible uh so i don't think that's why people were, were sick of her i i i don't know why people were sick of her red sparrow seemed bad also and that was yeah. the last movie she made pretty much but oh. that's bad <laughs> Oh, I forgot about that. No, it's not good. It seems cool that she's in a movie that's just like her being goofy. Because I feel like she just She was always most funny. Yeah, she was... Well, she just got swept up after Hunger Games. She just got swept up into like Oscar-y type movies. American yeah. Hustle, yeah, Joy. Like, I feel yeah. like she hasn't had a chance to just <laughs> not be miserable. Yeah. Because all those... like drama. Because all those interviews, when they did like the press junk, it's like, she was always funny. Yeah. She's just a likable person is yeah. what I got out of it. I don't know what her career is after this or what she wants to do. Like, she even said, like, I don't know what this second part of my career is. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know. I mean, but then she also did Don't Look Up, mm. which is not great. Yeah, but she movie. made also, like, what was the thing that happened in that movie? She fucked something up of her mouth I don't the whole time. Yeah, but I don't know. Anyways. Uh, yeah, I think this, this movie is going to kill once it goes on netflix it probably, is going to probably. murder yeah. and it's better than those movies that 
It's better than the, the Netflix yeah. R-rated raunchy Because this is trying to go for that normie crowd, yeah. and it's better than those. That's what yes. I'll say. Well, like, the Netflix ones, and, like, Netflix really is the place for, like, normie movies, but, like, oh, they yeah. spit out so many with, like, such little effort. It's like... Chris Hemsworth is the military man, yeah. too. <laughs> who, was, who was the director who was like, like Netflix movies don't count? <laughs> I don't know who that was. <laughs> All of them. <laughs> well, I don't. I can't remember. He was like, you tell me the Bird Box Barcelona doesn't count? <laughs> no, it does not count as a movie. Listen, well, we'll see. Listen, Red Notice starring uh, Dwayne The Rock Johnson <laughs> and Gal Gadot and Ryan Reynolds. Oh, yeah. That doesn't count as a movie. That's not real. <laughs> That's not a real... No one has seen I, it. I have not seen one credible source of someone who has watched that film. Exactly! <laughs> it's not a real movie. Or, uh... This isn't enough, but there's an... It is adjacent as, uh, Ghosted on Apple Ghosted. TV. Ghosted. That's on Apple TV, Apple though. TV is big. That movie... That yeah. does not they, exist. Yeah, they were trying to make a Netflix, like... That, that movie looked horrible. Yeah, yeah I heard it was. It was. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, no hard feelings. It's fine. All right. You guys won't watch No Hard Feelings, but you'll watch The Flash. Opening yes. night, baby. <laughs> Silent high five because we're recording. There we go. So what I love about this movie is <laughs> when it was announced in 2014, the, the Flash season one had just started. The Flash is now on season nine and it finally got released. A long and road. I haven't seen any of The Flash show. I've seen clips. It looks insane. I like the clip where Gorilla Grodd um, breaks into young President Barack Obama's teenage dorm room. Very funny, George. Very funny. It sounds like a CW show. Um, but it's just like in nine seasons, like you would think they would like encompass like everything. Like if you're a Flash fan, like that show would have had to have done pretty much everything that that character could do. So like, so like normies don't want this. Um, Flash fans have probably like had what, like they've had their cake. So, like, who is this for? Uh, uh, us. <laughs> I guess. Because, like, it's also trying to be, like, a Spider-Versey... Multiverse? Multi yeah. Not, not Spider-Versey, like, No Way Homie, where, like, oh, he's back because Michael Keaton's back as Batman. Mm -hmm. or whatever. Right, 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 right. And, like, that's a fun idea, but the way it does it is weird, and also that... His character doesn't really do a lot <laughs> for the movie. Um... But, like, basically, um, what I do like about this movie, and I have a lot of mixed feelings about it. I, I, when he breaks the speed force. He does break the speed force. It's a so lot funny. in this one, as he I understand. He does it a lot. I like, I like the start of this movie. I like how this movie starts. Because, like, for one, he does a big superhero thing, and it's very funny. The babies look very ugly. Oh, yeah. But, like, I thought that it was... A, really good. <laughs> I thought it was a fun way to show his powers, and it showed him interacting with the Justice League, and that's fine. Um, when Waterwood shows up, it does do the which is I funny because that's the second time this has happened this year because she did the exact same thing in Shazam 2 oh. where she just showed up and then it went gave a light and left um, which is very funny but I like the interaction with you know him being part of that team and all that and then he just goes off to do you know go back in time because he's like I think I want to save my mom's life now and he's like okay up until that point, I'm like, this is this is a pretty solid start. I like the part. Of the, I like the fifteen minutes are solid. They're pretty good. They're pretty good. Maybe that was the part that Phil Lord and Chris Miller wrote. That you mean? Wait, they were attached to this in one way. They they were the original screenwriters and they were going to direct it, but then they left to do solo. Didn't work out. Mm -hmm. 
Um, and then, you know, it kind of traded hands, and then they did, like, a bunch of rewrites. Mm. Um, which you can tell us this went through a lot of rewrites. Um, but I also like the part of the beginning where, like, he's about to speed up and, like, storm, like, the Flash logo starts going off, and then it, like, cuts away. Oh, yeah. Because, like, the fans are like, oh, my God, it's a Flash. Like, <laughs> right. oh, okay. The, the group of teen girls start talking to Ezra Miller, and I'm like, get out of there, get out of there, get out of there. Get out of there. <laughs> no, don't do it. I think that was funny. But then, like... The idea of, you know, going back in time and, like, interacting with, like, a younger version of yourself, that's a fun idea. It sucks when it's Ezra Miller. Yeah, it sucks when the two characters are both Ezra Miller. It sucks when they're Ezra Miller, but also because, like, the past version of himself that he's interacting with is, like, so annoying. Right. Like, he's, he, because, like, (laughs) Justice League of the Flash was very annoying, but this is dialed up, and it's, like, and the contrast is fun, but the character's still annoying. Yeah. So when he's like, you're really annoying. Or I'm really annoying back then. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's funny, but it doesn't make me like it more because it's still annoying me. Because <laughs> present day Ezra Miller ends up being the more grounded one. And it's and like, like, how is that no, 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 no! <laughs> Stop that! Because the younger version of him that he's interacting with is in the universe where his mom didn't die, so he didn't have any young trauma, so he's just an asshole. Yeah. Well, it's like, that's a fun idea, but then they don't do anything with it. And they also, like, joke around with stuff, because it's like, oh, Back to the Future starring, and then not the guy starring with. Oh, Eric Stoltz. Yeah, Eric Stoltz. That's a funny bit if they showed a poster of Eric Stoltz in front of, like, a Back to the Future thing. (laughs) That would have been funny, but they just talk about it, so it's weird. Um, And then also, like... The whole spaghetti thing, like, when they find Bruce Wayne. So, so he goes back in time, so he's basically in 2003. So Batman is still Batman, but you'd think he'd be Ben Affleck, right? But he goes back, and he's actually Michael Keaton. He's like, wait, I don't understand. How are you... You don't look this... You don't look right. It's like, oh, you probably have seen a movie where you go back in time, and it goes this way. But actually, when you go back in time, you change the past, too. And, and Ryan like, forgot to mention that he's holding a plate of spaghetti. He's holding a plate of spaghetti and, and using it to, like, gesture like, how time... It's a straight noodle, but then uh, time actually is like this. It yeah, it's a loopy noodle. Spaghetti. Yeah. It's a very funny idea. It doesn't work in person. Is it? <laughs> it's a fun... Spaghetti. If you're in a boardroom and you're like, what if he's, like, doing an analogy for, like, what's in the scene? What if Michael Keaton starts making spaghetti in this scene? And you're like, where is this going? Carrie, we're laughing already. We, it's like we were in the boardroom, but then you show us, like, oh, this isn't very good now, is it? Um, it's like, but there's like, oh, you went back in time, so you also changed the past, too. So, like, who knows what's going on? It's like, okay, at that point... You know, fucking dinosaurs are still around, and everyone's skin is green at right. that point. Like, I don't, I don't know. Um, but yeah, so he's back in time, and he figures out that he's at the day when the Man of Steel stuff starts happening. Yes. So they're like, we gotta find the other members of the Justice League, but Aquaman doesn't exist because yeah. the dad didn't marry, <laughs> he married and someone married else. Some random other lady. Um, Wonder Woman isn't real. I don't remember Yeah, why. she wasn't born. Uh, Cyborg didn't have his accident. Yeah, he looks up Cyborg and he's just a football star. And he's like, damn it. Damn it. He, he got his dream to come true. <laughs> what a um, so they're like, okay, we gotta find Superman. So they go to like Russia and like, it feels, I know this is how it is with the Flashpoint comic because I've read a little bit of that. But it reminded me a bit of like um, Superman Red Sun, which is a very fun comic. Where it's like, you know, the Russians have Superman and like, who is it? And, like, it's Supergirl this time, and she's, like, Superman, but she's, like, meaner, I guess. Which doesn't work, because, like, the last Superman was already mean and loved killing people. So, like, it, it just doesn't, just doesn't like, f- 
flesh as well, you know? But also, I feel so bad for the girl who played Supergirl. Right. And I've told this to Carrie. <laughs> so on, like, the press junkets for this, Michael Keaton's old as hell, so he can't do the press junket. Right. Ezra Miller legally no. can't do it. <laughs> so you have this girl who, like... <laughs> Who's in, like, the last, like, third of the movie and doesn't really do that much. And also dies a thousand times right. because they do it all this time and space stuff. Who's, like, claim of fame was young and the restless. <laughs> I found out. that was, She was on that show for, like, five years. Like, oh, my God, I'm finally in a GC. It's amazing. So she's the only one doing press for this movie. I feel so... That's, that's a lot of work to put on someone who's that, barely in the movie. This movie that everyone hates. Yes. <laughs> Very funny. Um, but yeah, and then, you know, they have, they're have they in the big final fight, and it's in, like, a you know an empty field, and, like, there's Kryptonians everywhere, and, and Zod's there, and he has the mask on the whole time, because I think they couldn't get too much of Michael Shannon <laughs> to show up. <laughs> and they keep losing the battle, so both of the berries keep going back in time to, like, oh, maybe we can fix it again, but then they keep fucking it up. Oh, yeah, because Michael Keaton talks about how there's, like, a... At like an undeniable intersection or whatever, yeah. however he phrases it. Some things like, are a canon it's a, event. It's a canon event. Hey, yes. there we go. That's yeah. not what he says, but that's pretty much what he means. Yes. <laughs> Basically, yeah. Um, like, there's some things that can't avoid. I'm going to do a suicide bomb. Very funny. <laughs> <laughs> Incredible. <laughs> um, and then, like, the berries keep going back in time, and it's like, it's not working. And then, like, the younger berry goes crazy, and he's like, I'm actually the one who put you in the past to begin oh, with, yeah. and I went crazy. It's, like, super paradoxy. And, like, that's a fun idea if, like, I cared about the characters. Sure. And if, like, <laughs> the emotional res emotional parts of everything worked better. Which I feel like would have if, you know, the the character was better if the movie wasn't so bloated and trying to do so many things and if it did more. If this was like The Flash 2, maybe, also. Like, if we had established a lot more with this guy, regardless of who's playing him, I feel like this resolution, like, with his mom would have been more solid. Mm -hmm. But instead they're like, let's skip to, like, the big, the big Flash comic thing that, like, everyone loves and shove Michael Keaton in there, too. Because why, oh, why not? Because people love that. Right. I'm like, I don't know. It's it's just a mess. It's very much a mess. It's just a mess. <laughs> but I still feel like um, the director, oh my god. Andy Muschietti. Andy Muschietti. I feel oh, like yeah. I feel like if anyone else was directing this, it would have been like even more. Does of a this mess. feel like does this at all feel like a movie Zack Snyder would make? Um, it has it has bits of that. Okay. A little bit. Just cause like it's trying to like replicate that stuff for those fans. But those fans hate this because like yeah, I was gonna say it doesn't feel as unpleasant as every sex. No, movie it has it has moments, but I don't know. It's also like those Zack Snyder fans hate this movie anyway because no. like they're obsessed with like anything that's not made by him, and yet none of them watched Army of the Dead. So like, what are they doing? I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> but I don't know. I I I they're. But yeah, Andy Mush Mushiani, I feel like he did as good a job as he could putting this together. Because this is a mess. Yeah. It's a mess. And I feel like it's at least a little coherent. And I feel like with anyone else, that would not be there. Mm -hmm. um, and also, like, him having fun with everything right. um, is also there, too. It, it feels very much like the weird parts of It Chapter 2 in places. Hell where, like, yeah. it's just wacky. Yeah, like Ooh. all the weird anime, all the ugly ass Oh, yeah, we didn't even get into that. So, like, George, when he's in, like, the... 
when he's going through time, the way they illustrate it is it looks like he's It's like going a time through, dome. It looks like a dome or like a coliseum almost of like tiered things, but like each ring is an era of time that you yeah. can go to, so you like see the scenes playing out. But the way they are animated, it literally looks like Polar Express. Yes. And I was like, whoa. Yes. What it's, <laughs> like, I'm watching it and I was like, this has to be for some reason an artistic decision. Because th- there's no way they looked at <laughs> that and it was crazy. like, yeah. <laughs> and like, I read the animation like, yeah, it was. And it's like, okay. Sure. sure. First off, sure. Also, I feel like you could have done that better still. Like, if you chose a different style besides like... <laughs> Besides Robert Zemeckis. Yeah, besides Robert Zemeckis. <laughs> like, it's very, like, you see a lot of... You see a lot of that, you know? You see a lot of those things. And then I feel like the biggest, like... Because, like, this movie's, like, been spoiled, like, on the internet for, like, over a year. Because it's been done for over a year. Like, I've read spoilers on this movie. I knew Nicolas Cage was going to show up. Oh, which yeah! Is very funny. Oh, I didn't know that. that. Um, that was but, so stupid. Uh, they got him in for that. He filmed for that, of and then course. they didn't. They didn't even have to ask. He was already there, probably. Yes, but then they did that to him, which is crazy. Because at one point, and like this sucks, because I've seen clips of this from CW shows where like they're doing multiverse stuff, and like they're literally in like a weird dome room, and they're looking at like <clears throat> like little portals, and it's just showing scenes from other things. It's like, oh my god, it's the Titans universe. Oh my god, it's the nineteen sixties Flash serial. Oh, that's crazy. Like that's how those shows are. And this movie basically does that, but with weird, gross deep fakes. Where like he's going, he's in the time dome, and you see these big planets, mm-hmm. and like all these characters, like you know, Richard Donner, Superman, and Supergirl are looking, and they're all th- CGI, three D deep faked, and they're just they're just looking at him. Like, yeah, they're just like, what's going on? You see like an Adam West Batman, like just looking like, oh, that's crazy. <laughs> and then you see the weirdest one, which is a Nick Cage Superman fighting a giant spider. Spider Superman. And then he looks back and he's like, huh? <laughs> and like, that's not a, that's not a cameo. That's not like, they're not interacting or showing that world at all. They're just like, look at this, look at that. Crazy, right? Like, it's nothing. And I don't understand, like, all these people who, like, before the movie goes, like, these cameras are gonna blow your mind. Like, <laughs> like if they interacted with Nicolas Cage Superman, who would have, like, literally flown there to be, like, on the shoot the entire time. Yeah, that would have been incredible. Because he would have loved to do that. Yeah. Instead, there's, like, oh, how would he looks at him and he's finding a big spider. Oh, that's great. Write that down. It's just so weird. There's so many strange decisions in this and all the... Just everything around this movie is just nonsense to me. And it fascinates me for that exact reason. I'm, I'm losing my mind. That's a lot. Okay. I don't know how that Nicolas Cage thing, I did not hear about that until right now. I don't yeah. know how that did. I guess because nobody's seen this movie. So. No, no one has. You <laughs> shouldn't. Okay. And here's where George is going to ask a very stupid question. Uh-oh. I have not looked up what Ezra Miller has done. I just, I just trust everybody that has done really <laughs> awful shit. I was like, okay, I haven't looked it up. Is this teal? Is this should I? Should I look, is there any way you can teal DR, or should I just look um, it up? So a lot of like, I think it started with that video of him choking a fan. That yep. That's I how it started. That. I remember, yeah, because that was the, like the beginning. Because I saw that and I was like, that could be a joke. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, like, an actor would never purposely choke a fan when he clearly knows he's being filmed. Like there has to be some right, reason right. behind it. But like he really like grabs a woman and like throws her down by the neck. And it's like. 
That's strange. But then we get all these weird reports of him, like, in Hawaii, like, getting into fights, like, yelling at trashing apartments and just, like, going yeah. crazy. And then he, like, abducted, like, yeah, a Native American teenager. There was, like, a 13-year-old girl who they had, like, a special bond, and they took her from her family, and, like, I was like... Seems odd. <laughs> well, it's a special bond, <laughs> so I'm not one to really criticize. Like a strange pattern of behavior. Yeah, and I think there's stuff like he might have a cult, which like that I figured. Judging by like his hair, did you see him at the Flash premiere? I did see the hair. The hair at the Flash premiere was big. Oh, I have a cult. That is that's what that hairstyle says. I just um, want to say rip to me because this is another person who I used to be a huge fan of who has turned out to be just the worst. Just, just. I really know how to make him. And I like, do remember that you used to like him. Uh, well, and watching this, I remember because I was like, this was when I, but obviously now I don't like Ezra Miller, but I really liked Ezra Miller for a long time, but then I watched the Justice League movie and I was like, mm, hmm. I don't think I like Ezra Miller <laughs> anymore because they were so annoying as The Flash. But then they did some other stuff where I just forgot about that. But then watching this again, I was like, oh, oh yeah, this yeah, sucks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he was in parts of uh, being off. That was like the big yeah. uh, like claim of fame for them, Thank I think. Um, which, that was a very good performance. That's a very good movie. So like, I get it, but man, what? What the hell happened? Well, this no clue. I wonder how well this will do when it's on HBO. On Max, sorry. On uh, Max. Yeah, anyways. People will get like some high res screenshots of like those weird CGI screens, oh, okay. and, we'll be, and they'll be like, "Okay, yeah, you can fire get, James Gunn you already." Can get, you can get the highest res possible image of that film, and it'll look like ass. Oh, that's, <laughs> that's fair. Terrible. That's fair. Past Lives, the last movie oh, on my here. God. <laughs> possibly the most opposite film. Yeah. We could uh, yeah. So yeah, this is uh, a 2-4 <laughs> released film. Um, I don't know anybody involved with it until this movie. Um, we have the setup for this movie is that, um, is she Korean? Are they South Korean? Korean? South yeah. Korean, right? Okay. Yeah. So, um, this girl's parents uh, immigrate to the United States because uh, they never give a reason why, really, but she's... I think a, it's just like work. Just because? Yeah. yeah. Like, uh, the, her dad's a director and... Oh, yeah, he's a director and they want to... I guess more, probably more opportunities for him, yeah. probably something here. Um... So, uh, so they leave uh, pretty quickly. Also, uh, and her and this and this boy have like a friendly like kid, like haha, like they're best friends. Haha, <laughs> they're probably gonna get married at some point or whatever. Yeah. Like the parents, like that, because they're always hanging out or whatever hell. And uh, she just leaves, and uh, he's pretty bummed out about that. Uh, and then it's like uh, just like in the back of the, the, his head, like for like mm -hmm. ever. Just like it's a thought that's there. Like he's still going through his life and stuff. He's uh, studying to be a uh, what was it? Bio engineering so, something. But it was something. It was engineering something fancy. I remember yeah. that. She's a writer. Yeah. Um, Please. Yeah, and so they find each other on Facebook just because she's talking to her mom. And I was like, you remember that kid? Yeah. And it's like, oh, yeah, I remember that kid. And then you look up on Facebook, and like he, he's like, look at it. Like, you know what happened to this girl? And they finally connect again, and they hang Long out. Long distance just doesn't you know, yeah. work out for their friendship. Because you know, the time zone's different and shit. Mm -hmm. uh, and then uh, she realizes, I mean, they both realize that, Oh, I like this person a lot, actually. 
But she just moved to, was it New York? New right? York, yeah. She just moved to New York because she's going to chase she's writing. She's in school. Yeah, she's going to chase it. And she's like, she's she to the point like, I need to, the thing, hanging out, talking to you, I only think about going back to South Korea to mm-hmm. hang out with you. And I made it to New York for a reason. I got to make it. I got to see where this goes. Mm-hmm. Let's not talk at all. It was really, she just cuts it off. And then she goes through the whole thing. She goes. She gets married. And then they reconnect again for what was the reason? The, he he goes through a bad breakup. Yes. And then he's like, hey, I want to visit New York for no reason. Yeah. <laughs> and then stuff happens there where they just reconnect. And yeah, uh, I guess I, like, I'm giving like the whole play-by-play of the movie. But yeah, I don't know. The movie's great, man. It's, uh, it's a good, good piece of cinema really right good. there. It's really good. It's like uh, it's the classic category of yearning and little misconnection and what ifs. Mm-hmm. And I love that shit. I That's love great. that shit. And this is that movie where it's like, um, well, it's like again, and it's it's a weird line when he delivers it, like the, the line of the movie where, oh, now I just forgot it. But it's essentially like, what if you didn't leave? Like, if you didn't, like, if you didn't, like, like what would have happened? And it's a, it's amazing that when they that he delivers that line that it doesn't seem creepy, but it's um. It's a movie about those moments in life where you can see, like, again, like something split, where it's like Michael Keaton and Spaghetti, where like at one point this is what would have happened. Like you oh, can no. picture like a different life. <laughs> Go in South Korea. Yeah, exactly. Um, and yeah, that's the movie. I don't know. It's like it's about like what would have happened. What if? And it's like, well, I'm here now in life, and you're over there in life, right. and. We can't untangle this, so I guess we'll keep on going, and that's it. Yeah, um, yeah. I, I I like this a lot. My favorite part though was you know towards the end, like he's interacting with like the husband, and you know it's obviously a very awkward relationship. Um, also, because the husband also realizes like this is like he just says like this in the, this is in the yeah part in of the a movie. movie. Yeah, I'm the bad like, guy. I can't yeah, with this. <laughs> this is a great ass story. Yeah, <laughs> um, but. I, I loved I love the line where he's like it it really breaks my heart how much I love your husband. Yeah. That's so sweet and so nice and I'm like oh my god. <laughs> and it just like kind of proves that like the, like it makes it complicated. It's not yeah, a movie, right? Yeah, it's like it's, he's a nice guy. It's just, a, it's just life, <laughs> and it's and it's just like oh this is just it is what it is. This, this I is have just to it. contend with this now. Yeah. Oh god. <laughs> um, yeah, Carrie, what'd you think? Yeah, I really liked it too. It's just uh, it's such a nice quiet subtle movie but it's just so impactful when you're just thinking about it's just such a true it feels like truth it feels like an honest movie it's just awesome to just Mm -hmm. think about having to confront the fact that there here is the path that i could have taken and i would be just as happy on that path maybe happier but i'm so happy on my path but it's just Mm -hmm. a lot to think about it's so cool though it really um I think because the husband's saying that line like in a movie, this is like because it knows like there are a lot of stories about misconnections and like what if again like in the mood for love like that's mm-hmm. like what it is, but it's like much more. It's brought more to a level like because of the internet. It, that's the funny thing. Like the internet is the the key here, where like it just like you look up someone and you start seeing like what are they doing and then you send them a message and you get like it's just like. 
where wherever like there was a part where your life split but now it connects like it's so relatable like you just it's easy to think back or just like yeah i don't know but yeah this movie's great this is one of my favorite movies of the year so far <laughs> um it's it's really good i think um yeah maybe it's maybe because we're like we're movie dorks where it's like this movie's doing a lot of stuff that a lot of movies have done and i'm sure the person who made this movie knows but I feel like if you put... watch Eternal Sunshine in the movie, yeah, 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 they know what they're doing. Yes. They know what they're doing. Um, but I feel like if you put this movie, like, I feel like if eighty four really pushed for this, and if you put it in front of like just a normal person, it would have fucking destroyed their whole fucking life. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, and I feel like this is probably do- for like an A two four like very limited thing. Like I'm seeing a lot of screens for this, so like it has to has to be doing pretty well for what it mm. is, which is very cool. Yeah. It's good. That's all I gotta say. So if you enjoy those movies, a good cry. Check it out. Check it out. Look back on your life and oh, ask no. yourself, oh, no. what if? <laughs> we love doing that in the middle of the night, don't we, folks? <laughs> Anyways, that's all for May and June. Uh, I tell you what, for all the movies we talked about, we did a pretty good time. Uh, July. Why the fuck is there another Insidious movie coming out? I still, I still have <laughs> not seen a trailer for this. Oh, and it, that's insane to me. It looks awesome. Great. <laughs> okay. <laughs> like, it's just crazy because like I go to the movies every week and like this that's is coming sh- out in July and I haven't seen a trailer for Dude, this. Dude, I'm so excited. Like it's so stupid how excited. We I need am. to rewatch the first two. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. And, and not he- the last key. <laughs> I'll watch I all of them. <laughs> I like them. I, They're fun. This seems like a sequel to like the second no, one. No, yeah, this yeah, is sure. definitely Dalton's back. Oh, I think <laughs> I, I think I remember. It's the same guy. Okay, he's, cool. He's older now. Oh, great. It's been a long time. It's been like he's gonna years. stare into the distance, and something's gonna be. Uh, no. Yes, yes. We love that, don't we, folks? Yeah, I really like the Insidious movies. I I don't know if I even have a good reason, but they're just very... I mean, I at the them. time, they were very... Like, Insidious was like, whoa, yeah, this guy's yeah, doing yeah. stuff. I, that, the first one, I think, probably is the only one that counts as a good movie. I really don't remember the second one very much. I don't remember either. either. They but, moved uh, somewhere. Yeah, right. I don't remember. Yeah, but the first one, I think... more rocking was, horses. Yes. I remember that That's scene. True. I remember that bit, yeah. But... The first one I genuinely love still, and I just love the the further, and I love ghosts. We know this about me. I'm a ghost gal, and I love all the weird demon shit, and this is just uh, Patrick Wilson's directing this one, so... Very oh, I didn't know that part. Bro, <laughs> this is gonna be incredible. But yeah, that first movie was very, like, uh, smack you in the head. It was like, oh, shit, this guy... Mm-hmm. He's doing stuff. He's got some ideas. Like, this is good. This is wild. I love that. Yeah, it's a wild swing of a movie. Uh, yeah, okay. I'm not committing to watching it just yet, but what maybe I'll watch hell? that trailer and we'll see. <laughs> I remember not liking The Last Key. I think that's it. It's not very good. Yeah. But it has some parts that are really cool. <laughs> like, it, it, it's not even, like, I forget. Like It's not even about what it is about, right? Like, they find a thing that... Oh, it's I, about Lynn Shay returning to her childhood yeah. home. And there's a key man there... That makes the guy who lives there evil, but it also made her dad evil. Yes, yes, yes. He yeah, has like right. a jail cell. Yes, that's why. Right, that's what I remember. Oh, yes. Oh yeah. Wasn't a bit like you thought they were ghosts, but they were actually exactly. Yeah. The, yes. It yes. Makes okay. yes. And the, yes. Guy, the guy who's living there now has like a woman captain. Yes. In the yes. Yes. That's and what he it was. Still invites over a team. Yeah. 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 
Anyway. Yeah, I remember that part. That's what I was like. Funny. It's like not. It's like there's like oh yeah. yeah. Anyways, but joyride. Yeah, the, the timeline is also all fucked because we uh, we can move on. Okay. <laughs> this is the continuing. Yeah, joyride. It's very conjuring coded. The timeline just doesn't make sense. No, okay. Uh, joyride. We got another another R movie, and so again, I like a lot of the people in this movie, mm-hmm. and I enjoy. It is the Stephanie Sue. Yes, no, but it's. The writer, producer, oh, Crazy oh, Rich Asians. Yes, yes. I like Crazy Rich Asians a lot. Mm-hmm. This trailer, I'm having a hard time not like. Mm-hmm. It I looks fun. That. I'll watch it. I'm gonna watch I'm it. I'm gonna watch I it. Donna Joe that. saw that too. She's like, "Fuck yeah, normal." <laughs> I'm movie. ready for a normal movie. This is gonna be my normal movie. Yeah, I'm ready. It's normal summer. Here we go, normal baby. Summer. <laughs> um. So yeah. Um. Yeah. It's a bunch of bunch of Chinese American ladies who are like they got to go to China, right? I think. Yeah, I they're think. looking for the birth mom, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, they and so they go on a crazy road trip, and then stuff happens. Wacky stuff happens. They uh, get tied up with drugs. Uh-huh. <laughs> Cocaine, a mule. Uh, yeah, stuff. Anyways, you're watching it. You don't have yeah. anything to say. I don't have to say. It. Like it looks fine. That's all I gotta say. <clears throat> Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part 1. Part 1, a big thing. Did, huh? I guess. Uh, Cypher's being Part 1. I told myself I was going to watch all the Mission Impossibles in the lead up to this. There's a lot of fucking yeah, Mission Impossible. I saw two and I was like, this was dog shit. And I haven't seen the other ones. I know everyone says two is awful. It is fucking bad. It's not yeah, good. I want to do that too. I want to watch them. First one, that is a movie. The first one, like, man, this is a fucking movie. The yeah. first one, like, I don't know, like, I remember seeing the trailers for it as a kid and it looked like a certain kind of movie and then you look at, like, the recent Mission Impossible and it's like, this doesn't feel like the no. same thing. This feels very different. And I assume they like, still do the face and thing. Furious, like, it's still cars. Like, it's grounded in cars. Yeah. But even though, I don't know. The first Mission Impossible is great because it's, it's such a movie. It feels mm-hmm. like ridiculous. Because the whole bit is like the fucking mask thing. Mm-hmm. Where it's just like, Mah-ha! and they just do it every time. It's like, what? Uh, anyways, but I think I'm going to, I think I'm going to just watch Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part 1 without knowing anything. I think. If you go to the animal, they'll probably show up. I've only seen the other most recent. The one with the Henry one Cavill? Henry Cavill. That's the only one I've seen. So I went into that one blind and I really okay. liked that yeah. movie. So. And also I really like the Top Gun. So, yeah. Theater Camp. Guys, this trailer, I'm sick of it. Really? I it's like this all, trailer. I mean, I'm I sure like the movie's... Like but they've just shown it so many times. I'm like, uh, <laughs> And you're like, I don't care. Evan Hansen. Get out of my fucking face. I, I like this trailer. Like, I'm feels, sure the movie's fine. It feels very much... It feels very, like, low budget in a way that, like, yes. They just yeah. got a bunch of kids in the woods and they just filmed a movie. <laughs> this, this is the kind of normal movie. Yeah. <laughs> just theater weirdos. Yes. <laughs> I don't know. This, and Ben Platt? <laughs> I'm, I'm excited to see him in something that's not Dear Evan Hansen. I, I'm excited to play someone who's an adult. <laughs> yeah, that. That'll be fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think this looks like just just a bunch of fun, goofy theater kids. Yeah, I mean, they just seem they just seem wacky and silly. It has a what's her face who I like. Uh, is it Ayo something? She's from The Bear, the television show The Bear. Oh. And she's also in Bottoms. Yeah, she's also in Bottoms. I know. Yeah. I, I, I can never yeah. remember her last name. But yeah, she's, she's like funny. I like her. Um. So yeah. 
I'll watch. I'll probably watch it. I was just tired of the trailer. Anyways, <laughs> Bird Box Barcelona? Question mark. <laughs> I didn't look up anything beyond seeing this title. Yeah, that's but that's about as much. I was like, I what the shit? Uh, we're gonna me. do some research right now, folks. <laughs> it feels like like um, Train to Busan, Peninsula. Oh like right. That kind of thing where it's like, huh? Okay. Yeah, I never never. Bird saw Box that. presents Barcelona. <laughs> <laughs> Is there anyone from the original one in this? The other one also sucks. I'll it's not it. great. Yeah, I never saw it. Uh, I think the only people saw it was it had Sandra Bullock. It was yeah. a big Netflix, yeah. And people were like, I like horror movies where one of your senses is impaired. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's also true, yes. Um, yeah, I don't see... But if you look at the thing, you kill yourself in a funny way. That's how it is, though. Oh, yeah, I do remember that yeah. Sarah Paulson scene. It's very weird. <laughs> I'm trying to find the director... I, I just, I hate how this is a thing. Bird Box. Alex Pastor and David Pastor. Bird Box, the next by Alex Pastor. Oh, no. Uh, Bird Box, the red door. No. Bird Box, Barcelona, part one. No, no. <laughs> part two next week. Oh, thank God. <laughs> yeah, when are we going to start doing that again? Oh. We have a new, new movie and a trilogy every week, huh? That was fun. That was fun. That was fun. Well. Yep, that's a movie that's coming out. Anyways, uh, Oppenheimer. I don't give a shit about this guy who made the nuclear bomb. Why do we care about this guy? Um, because he's killing IMAX. Well, that's that too. The biggest screen possible. Are we going to go to Council Bluffs to watch this movie? Me and Carrie were talking about Oh, are you? Okay, then if we go, then I'll... Okay. Okay. I haven't been there in a... What's the... I think the last thing I saw was Godzilla, and that was a shot for IMAX, so it looked no. lame. Yeah, it looked weird. But yeah, I'm I'm all for seeing this in IMAX just to okay. commit to the bit. Yeah, I think that would be fun. But I do think we need to see the next movie on the list first to fully commit to the bit. Uh, Barbie. Barbie, baby. Billy Goodwig's Barbie. Um, yeah, I'm looking forward. To it. I have nothing yeah, to say. It looks um, pretty good. Looks great. Looks good. I like uh, Noam Baumbach. I like Greta Gerwig. I like Margot Robbie, and I like I like everybody. I like everything going on here. So, do you like Barbies? Are you a Barbie fan? No, but I'm told this is a movie for me if I don't like Barbie. Yeah, it's for. I feel indifferent about Barbie. Speaking about Barbie, there's a we're watching a bunch of 2008 trailers while recording. She's on the screen right now. (laughs) Yeah, there she is. Um, I here's a question: Do you think the movie Barbie is at all going to affect? The youth's enjoyment of Barbie. I feel like this is a movie made for 20 and 30 year olds, yeah, not to sell Barbie. Yeah, which people, is interesting. I've seen people being like, oh, this is just a glorified, glorified toy commercial. It's like, I don't, I don't think, think so. it is. I and I think I that, that vibe. I feel like this is going to, like. I think Hasbro's just happy that they get the name out there, right. but I don't think they expect it. Maybe by osmosis eventually, but this movie's not a direct correlation. No. I don't think. I don't think so either. Yeah. But yeah, no, I'm excited. But I'm excited. I, yeah. Yeah, I don't know where Barbie's at right now with the with the with the cast of children. Yeah. <laughs> what do you think about Barbie? <laughs> yeah, I think my niece is aged out of Barbie. Barbie has gone woke, and I do not Ooh, care for shit. her anymore. <laughs> um. Anyways, Barbie uh, can be anything except the president. <laughs> or except fat. Oh. <laughs> Talk to me. Uh, A24 is talk to me. Uh, they're putting a lot of marketing juice on this movie. Mm-hmm. A lot of marketing juice, and I they don't do know. this a lot with like horror movies where the director's done nothing else. And it's, like, <laughs> yeah. it's like you'll never experience this. It's like okay, like it looks like I'll watch it because I'm like, sure. Yeah, I'm I, very excited. Yeah, okay. This movie. I've, 
don't know. I think it looks. It really seems cool. it seems like a basic idea, but I think they're gonna do something more with it because like it's like you would assume touch the hand and talk to a dead yeah. person. It's like okay, I've been <laughs> like, there before. Uh, I think the fact it's a hand is already interesting. I'm like, what this fun Gabe Hasbro presents the talking hand? It's like, oh, that's it's horrifying. Like a Ouija board, but it's just a hand. <laughs> Oh, okay. My, my friend Chris was telling me, he was like, this is a fucking carry ass movie. You love horror <laughs> movies that are about, like, a thing or a guy that's <laughs> coming and you gotta figure out what's going on. And I'm like, absolutely I do. <laughs> right, what if a hand was evil? Yes! What if I touched a hand and became a demon? <laughs> yes! Like, Please! Finally, someone with this bold idea. So, yeah, I'll, yeah. We'll watch and it. we're seeing this we're one seeing early, it, baby. baby. We are. I'll be fine. Soon. Sympathy for the Devil is a movie I'm learning is a Nicolas Cage movie. I never heard of it until right now. It looks awesome. <laughs> who's, who's, this has Joel fucking guy from Andrew, Suicide Squad. Andrew, Edgerton? Kidderman? Joel uh, Edgerton would be amazing. Okay. Joel I thought it was Kidderman, Joel Edgerton. <laughs> well, Joel Edgerton might be in it. But basically, <clears throat> from what I've gathered from watching the trailer a couple times, is that uh, fucking... What's his name in Suicide Squad? Is it Rick Flagg? Rick yes. Flagg. Rick yes, Flagg is driving guy. his car trying to get to his wife who is currently giving birth but then crazy ass dead by daylight looking Nicolas Cage hijacks his car and is like I'm in charge now. I'm your pregnant wife now. <laughs> it, just, it just looks absolutely bananas but Nicolas Cage bananas movies are getting a little boost right now just because he's very big right now. Yeah. People are like he's pretty great actually so now even his wacky shit is getting like well, you know, we gotta go yeah. see this. But I think it looks hilarious. <laughs> okay. Is this actually getting a theatrical release? I think so. Oh, okay. I'll be there. Great. Uh, this is not... Okay. This is related in the fact that this reminded me of Willy's Wonderland, yes. but it's not a movie coming out anytime soon. That Five Nights at Freddy's trailer, huh? That looks bad. Awful. That looks <laughs> That looks like no budget bullshit. Like Willy's yeah. Wonderland looks way better. Yeah. What what I what I don't like about that trailer. I'm sorry, but now we're talking about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the animatronics but, look the exact same as the video game. Yeah. And that's not a good no. move. <laughs> that's a horrible move. Because now they don't look real. No. And you have fucking PETA being like, what's going on? I gotta make some bread right now. <laughs> My favorite thing, though, is like, I, I remember those games first started coming out, and like, I was interested. Yeah, in, me like, too. I was like, oh, it. it's like Night Trap. Weird. Yeah, it was, it was fun, but then like, they kind of like, Gained, yeah. But then, like, when I dropped off, they gained this, like, insane popularity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, yeah. I remember when I watched the trailer, I, like, scrolled down the comments, and it was like, we did it, you guys. We got it made. It's like, we didn't do it. <laughs> what are you saying? Like, everyone was like, congratulate themselves for, like, week five put it together. Our, it's like, okay. Video games are mainstream. Video games, I guess. But, like, <laughs> I don't know. This I don't understand this fanboys. I don't understand why these toys are loved by children, what they're all about killing kids. I don't know. I don't it's get just, it. I just remember, like, I played the first game, and I was like, oh, that's cool, that's fun. Yeah. And then I didn't really think about it again, but then I remember somehow I tuned back in, and there's all this lore now, Yeah. And all this shit, and I'm like, what the fuck happened here? It's like fucking here? Dark Souls, like, <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, you got people who are, like, trying to understand the lore, like, what does this mean in the fucking... Like this, this means I feel like interpreters like, of the text. I feel like at, at this time there's different, From probably the like different, yeah. like different timelines, different spaghetti strands. Where it's like, okay, they went back and did that, and the ghosts, and it's like, why can't they just be about killing stuff? 
And they sell a lot of copies. Still. I know. Those games are I know. very popular. I, I, it's crazy to me. A lot of Peacock subscriptions from this one. So. And it's going to be on Peacock Day 1, which is very funny. Oh, hey, there we go. Which <laughs> I feel like it's probably a good thing for like the, the seven-year-olds who left Oh, yeah, Because yeah, yeah. they're not going to be able to... No, no. Because like, it's weird. It's a scare. Mom, it's on Peacock. And it's like, well, sure. for some reason, we at this household has peacock so of course. sure you're already on roblox you're yeah. just fucking you're you're your generation was born on the internet you're you're fucked regardless there's a trailer of what for repo the genetic opera on right oh, now hell which yeah. is i figured i was like i don't know what carrie thinks I of repo like that. of course carrie likes repo the genetic opera that movie's awesome <laughs> it's, it's good no it's good it's good i like it i like I'm it not, i've not seen that it's, movie. it's like the one other Twisted Pictures movie. Uh, right. well, other than remember, Dead Silence. I just remember for yeah, this one, like too. when Netflix first started streaming, this was like one of the like yes. always the top like yes. streaming movies. This was always one and of the top I was movies. always like, I'm about to watch it. I'm 15. <laughs> I'm about to watch it. I never did. That was <laughs> always on there. I don't, yeah. know, I don't know how this would play to Orion. I don't know. I, I, think I, it's awesome. I remember liking it. That's what it's I remember. Great. It's got oh. Paris Hilton in it. It does have Paris Hilton in it. She's really good. Um, Haunted Mansion, not to be confused with the Eddie Murphy. Uh, this movie is going to make exactly zero dollars. Wow, <laughs> I am I am sold on this because like, because like you see it and you see all the people you look Keith Stanfield, Danny DeVito, other ones, and it's like that's Jared awesome. Leto, Jared Leto, and it's like and it's like Owen Wilson. okay. Oh, Jamie Lee Curtis. And it's like, Jesus Christ, no one's going to see this because it's another Disney based on a ride thing that no one's But the Jungle Cruise, people like the Jungle Cruise, didn't they? No. I thought people liked the Jungle uh, Cruise. My mom really likes Jungle Cruise. <laughs> okay, this podcast isn't for your mom, Carrie. It's for the everyman. Okay, excuse me. <laughs> mom, stop listening. <laughs> now. I thought people liked the Jungle Cruise. I don't, I, I don't didn't know. see it. I don't I, know. I feel like I forgot that it. Because that was another like Disney premium. Oh yes, this was thing. a bomb movie. Yes, yes. This, this did not do well. Okay, well. Because I feel like this is a thing where like it'll pick up on when it's free on streaming, right. but like no one's gonna go to the theater and be like, oh. Do you think Disney's just fucked their whole thing? Yes. Like, like, it's not just Pixar. It's just all because, Disney shit. Because they're committed to like putting stuff on Disney Plus quickly, and all their stuff is is for kids. And like we talked about, so like taking, taking kids to the movies is so expensive now. Just get them, just show them Frozen 2 and be like, oh, just wait a month and then uh, the other movie can all be there. And like, you'll save a thousand dollars. Because like, just living a normal life by yourself is so expensive. Imagine having a fucking kid you gotta feed and entertain. They can, they love this juice. You can't they do can't it. enough of this stuff. You can't Oops. do it. So it's like the only people this is for is like Disney adults who are, you know, got lobotomized early what on. What is like, it? Oh, I love Disney. It's my whole world. I love a goofy movie. I'll tell you what. That's a great movie. Yeah, that is a good that movie. That movie would bomb in theaters nowadays. It bombed when it came out. Exactly. <laughs> Nothing's changed. we <laughs> so can't make a good movie anymore. So what I was going to ask is like, what? What movie would Disney have to put out to make it a financial success? Like, it's like a Disney movie. Yeah. They need to... Because I think they would need to make something... They can't keep doing this like, oh, remember this? But like, The Mickey they, Mouse cartoon is great. I love that cartoon. If, if the they made a, a feature film 2D animated Mickey Mouse thing, that would be great. Because they would have like a Lean fun style. Lean into the Spider-Verse stuff. Yeah, do something into different. A fun, so, yeah, that would be cool. Yeah, that'd be great. And that'd make, that definitely would make money if they did something interesting with it. But with all these remakes, it's like, oh, it's that, but live action. Say out loud, it's not coming to Disney Plus for maybe six months or something, a year. I, I feel like know. people would still wait. Because, yeah. like, 
Or just say like, it's it's cause not because like, like with the do they have to be do they have to be like this is not gonna come they have to put their foot down at some point to just like get people to go to the movie theater again I, I don't yeah. I don't know what they do I I feel like they it need, is interesting they've really fucked I themselves. feel like they yeah. need an event film like an Avatar but yeah Avatar worked Avatar worked but now like event but, films like Marvel stuff isn't hitting as hot no. unless it's like I feel yeah. Guardians did pretty well but you know Ant Man didn't do as hot. Guardians did well because it was a good movie with Gordon Yes, Mouse. exactly. They need to make a good original movie, which is somehow impossible, impossible for, them, yeah. <laughs> for these guys right now. Live action Brave Little Toaster. I don't hey. know. That'd be fine. Just re-release Brave Little Toaster. Like, it's a new movie. That's what they used to do back yeah. in the day. Yeah. Well, I don't work for I, the Walt Disney Corporation, so it's not my problem to figure out. They have all these other studios. I feel like I feel like they're gonna live off like the 20th century stuff. Like I think so. Because it just feels like all the Disney, like, Disney. Avatar thing. worked because it's not, people it's don't Disney, think of it as a Disney, Disney movie. Yeah. yeah. So people, yeah. But I don't know. I, I, I feel like they're fucked. And, and part of that is because they've had this, the most, like, lukewarm films for the last ten years. They're remaking Moana with The Rock. I think, I'm, I put money to God. <laughs> I think... If they put turning, if turning red was not on Disney Plus day one, it was that mm-hmm. Disney one day one. No, it was in theaters for a while. Okay, so never mind then. I think. But that I was think. that was the last like one. I was like, oh, this is a fucking Disney movie for me personally. I was like, this is different. This is cool. Um, and I don't know if I guess nobody cares, but whatever. Because even Pixar now, Elemental. Oh yeah, they fucked who, them. Ca- who cares? To be fair, Elemental was like the most milk toast idea of a movie. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, like first draft, cool. I yeah. think. I don't know. What if elements were people and like it's all the? It's just another. What if we take enough two's concepts exactly, and exactly. make it fall in love with each other? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> all right. I, I don't, I... Make make a movie about just a guy. Who cares? Just a dude. What if he was a guy who was a jazz man? <laughs> he came back as a cat. That'd make, be fine if he was just a jazz man. Make Paper Man into an hour and a half movie. Remember Paper Man? I remember that. I that remember reading them be like, "Yeah, we just couldn't think of an idea to have like a fun art style for a whole movie." And it's like, didn't come up with more ideas. Ask a second person. Try again. I don't know. You guys have, like, the name and the resources to make, like, insane stuff, and yet you're just, and you settle for mediocrity. Here's what I'll say. I think Ruby Gilman is going to make more money than Elemental. That's my bet right now. Probably. I think that looks way more interesting than Elemental. That's just me. Yeah, I'd rather watch that than Elemental, but... I'm not too interested in it. No, yeah. I'm not dying either. I'm just honest. saying. But, anyways. Well, that's Yeah, sucks. Ruby Gilman feels like... They're both like a classic-ass story. It's like it's about just, a weird... People like... I think Elemental's just like... Just generic yeah. character. They're, bo- they're both like kind of generic things, but like... Oh, but well, Ruby Gilman is like... It's a weird girl yeah. character. Like, she's a weird weirdo. Yeah. She's yeah. a loser. I don't know. <laughs> she sucks. I hate her. God, what's she about? We love weird. But we're all losers. I don't know. That's, that's why people true. like Turning Red. Because that's it's true. Like, she's weird. That's I don't know. Yeah, I like Turning Red a lot. Turning Red's good. <laughs> Anyways, folks, I don't know. So, again, not my problem, Disney. <laughs> Make any way the poo. Oh, no, people don't like Way the Pooh, apparently. I love Way the Pooh. But none of those movies make money. <laughs> Anyways, that's it. We didn't even talk about the Hunter. He's talking about Disney. Anyways. I think we've summed up everything we want to say about the Haunted Mansion by talking about Disney's output of films the last 10 years. Anyways, uh, that's uh, that's what's coming out in July, folks. Um, 
Oppenheimer or Barbie, we'll see who's the winner, you know? Ryan, oh. uh, that's it. Ryan, where can people find you? If you go to letterbox.com slash film piece, um, that is me. There's not a limit on stuff you can, on reviews you can that's look at on that website. So it's great. You're going to scroll through all of my reviews, um, read them all, like them all. Comment, fuck you to all of them. I, I what do you that. think about a Goofy movie? A Goofy movie? I don't know if I've seen it. Genuinely. Because I was not a Disney kid. And That's Goofy true. Is, you know, like part of the big... I saw an Extreme Goofy movie before I saw a Goofy movie, which was weird. I don't know if I've seen Extremely Goofy movie. Probably doesn't hold up now yeah. at the time it is was Is that a good. sequel I... or like it was a, a, sequel. Or a director's cut? No, it was a director's <laughs> sequel. It was an Extremely Goofy movie. <laughs> <laughs> That's what they, that's what they would do. You thought that was an unusual movie. This one is really something else. <laughs> now it's extreme because it's about the X Games, which is how you know it came out in the early 2000s. Oh, that adds up. It was good. Anyways, Carrie, where can folks find you? Uh, you can find me on Letterboxd just by searching my first name, Carrie, K A R R I E. May I remember Bolt? No. no. Bolt, baby. Miley Cyrus. Anyways, um, you can buy I'm George. I forgot. I completely forgot. I was like, this guy reminds me of someone I know. Anyways, I'm George. You can find me um, not updating my best of 23 list, which I need to update that. Um, uh, at jcruzalvers26 and on Twitter? I think I'm done. Yeah, I think, I think I'm done. The, the worst part is honestly our group chat being gone. Now we got so a text. To getting that on. I, can't, I can't react to messages oh, yes. with the little fire thing when we're texting each other. So. Bullshit. Elon, this is the last straw. <laughs> uh, bullseye. Uh, I have to do a little extra work to share weird articles with you guys. Garbage. That's the other thing that doesn't work anymore now. On Slack, if you share an article, no longer does a preview thing. Oh. Damn. Yeah, it's working right now, but I'm annoyed enough that I'm like, I don't Listen, that's, why, that's why he's a genius. He got to spend money to lose money. Right. That is true. <laughs> have y'all checked out Tumblr recently? It's I not, not great. Oh. I don't like that. I, I, I went on... It's like everything else. After, after, after the after the, the Twitter stuff started, I was like, let me try out Tumblr again. And now it's just like... I don't know. I feel it, it's like you're jumping. It's like you've never watched a Marvel movie past Iron Man three. You're jumping into Quantum Mania. It's like I don't know what happened here, but stuff is weird. Oh. I miss when and it was I the weird mobile it. ads. I could not even find the app because it looked the icons. <laughs> yeah, so they up, they now. update it every time now. Like, That's their did bit. I delete it? But it's here. They update every time. That's their uh, bit. They're a little different, you know. A little different. They like, like to put like a bag they, of peas like, on their head and go. Ooh. I like the committing to like being the weird one. But, I don't know. It's a little too much. Maybe. Oh, I don't know. This is taking me back in a bad way. <laughs> okay, I got, I scrolled and I got four Monopoly ads. <laughs> Alright. Uh, anyways, we're ending this on a high note with this trailer. Um, that's our episode for May and June, or mega episode, or double stuffed episode. Not most stuffed, just double stuffed. Uh, we hope you enjoyed it. Until next time. Bye-bye. <laughs>